and good evening everybody, welcome along, it's Monday night, it's a little bit after 9 o'clock, the traditional late start, and here we are, back after, what, three weeks off, I think, uh, yeah, back with another episode of Teen Tops, as always, my name is Graham, we're live tonight on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Teen Tops, we're live on our Facebook page, on our YouTube, and I'm sharing it to shout out sports cards as well, and a very good evening to you if you're, if you're watching along, uh, it's great to have you with us, feel free to comment along, ask questions, Call us idiots, you can ask what kind of hard seltzer I'm drinking tonight. Uh, all the all the, the hot questions of the week. Uh, as always, I'm joined by uh, Jason. Hi, Jason. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. That was my fault. We, those Sunday strikes threw, threw me off there. And, of course, we spent the weekend together. I did the live stream. We the live stream. Which was a lot of fun, Jordan. But you know, speaking of hard seltzer, tonight's episode sponsored by Brewdog. <laughs> oh yeah, clean and press. Oh yes, I went and found this. I had to go to three different shops to find the hard seltzer tonight. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, I'm afraid I've I've gone soft seltzer. I'm drinking Iron uh, Iron Brew Extra. Not e not even not even sugar filled Iron Brew. Sugar free uh, Iron Brew uh, and Iron Brew Extra. But yeah, uh, your health, sir. Yeah, see your health. All right. <laughs> Now we're going to spend an hour belching at each other. That's good. Exactly. Well, it, I thought, didn't realize Brewdog had jumped into the game there. So, yeah, clean and yeah, press so by Brewdog. Brewdog jumped, Brewdog jumped in the game, actually, early doors. So when White Claw was really kicking off in the States, so last summer, basically, Brewdog were all in on the hard seltzer. But they were, it would appear they were too early because it's, it's only just sort of starting to get some traction here. I know we do it as a bit of a lull, but White Claw, you can obviously behind Tesco's and stuff now. But yeah, there you go. There's some boring Brewdog, some Brewdog information. So There we go. Yeah, it's white peach and mango. Mm, it's tasty. Ooh, that's, that's <laughs> I'm going to have to go find me some of those, I think. Yeah, no, I went to three different stores tonight to go see if I could find one. And like Tesco was like done. The guy was like, yeah, my wife wants some White Claw. <laughs> of course she does. Of course she does, yes. No, no man would ask for White Claw. So, no, 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 yeah. no. Well, I've been getting it harsh for drinking them as well. But man, it's a refreshing beverage. What can I say? It it is yeah uh, i know, you know we're, we're gonna get this one high, <laughs> high and tight this one but it's all right yeah that's <laughs> it yeah i mean we do have a we do have a bit of an affinity to it i suppose with uh yeah if we can get those orange uh orange creamsicle cores oh, across from yes. the states which uh which our, our chief strategist uh, has already procured for us we just need to get them shipped now uh yes. and yeah we can have a stream sponsored by uh coors orange creamsicle I thought we were going to drink those on the golf course. Well, we could drink them on the golf course as well. That's a very good point. Yeah, for my birthday, that'd be kind of awesome. Anyway, enough about uh, enough about <laughs> enough about manly beverages. We could, we should start a manly beverage podcast as well. <laughs> so yeah, we are back uh, with uh, yeah no guests this week. Obviously, just Jason and I. So we're having a bit of a catch up on news. Um, we've got three or four weeks worth of news, so we've sort of condensed it down into a bit of a greatest hits, I suppose, rather than. Because we could be here talking for hours about uh, about things that have gone on. So, uh, a story I wanted to start off with, um, one, one which we've discussed on the show before. So, just uh, circle back and get some closure on it. So, a few months ago, I think it was back in May, uh, we told the story of a, a doctor in Florida who'd uh, rather unfortunately died due to COVID-19 uh, complications and had found or he had bequeathed his extensive sports card collection to his family and his passing. Um, so that collection went across the block, I think, two weeks ago now or three weeks ago and raised uh, a combined total of $21.5 million, um, which as a card collection and as a nest egg goes, uh, that doesn't really suck. Uh, the highlight from the sale was a 1933, not 1993, 1933 Gaudi Babe Ruth in a PSA 9, which is unreal to get a, to get a 1933 card of any description. 
um, in a PSA 9 is, is absolutely unbelievable. Went for just a shade over $4.2 million and becomes the fourth highest card value sold all time at auction. Uh, which is rather insane. So I guess I, I guess a nice end to that story, I right, sign for the family and stuff. But yeah, $21.5 million total. Like I said, it was a family of a doctor. I don't think they were hurting. So. <laughs> not in Florida. <laughs> no, pro probably but, not. But but yeah. I so. mean, think about it. That, that card's almost a century century old. Mm. I mean, that would have like you would you would have pulled a tobacco pack, yeah. and you would have like stuck it somewhere and forgot about it. Yeah, it, it almost then, qualifies as an antique by definition. So anything over yeah. hundred years old is antique. And yeah, and a PSA nine, which is phenomenal. When you can't pull stuff out of packs these days, that are PSA nines. So yeah. Nine, yeah, 1933 card of Babe Ruth and a PSA 9 for $4.2 million feels like pretty good money. But Maybe he knew Marty McFly and Marty picked that up <laughs> and brought it to the future. Yes. Got that sucker slammed yeah, and man. brought it back there. Yeah, but then Biff got a hold of the sports almanac and it all went wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, Sorry, man. I was watching the movies that made that last night. It came up. So. I was, yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, that's, we've not, we've not been this like we've, we've been discussing Back to the Future and like our group chats or anything. That seems like <laughs> a, a really left field reference to pull out of nowhere. But I watched Legally Blonde the other day. I could start dropping you with like some Legally Blonde analogies if you wish. But... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll go for it. I won't know any of them. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, whatever. Exactly. I think the last time I had a, I had a gun to my head when I watched that thing, but you know, we'll find out. <laughs> it's like my wife's favorite movie. And she put it on. She put it on with my eldest daughter, who's like nine, just uh, going to be 10 later this year. And she had to keep fast forwarding through like the, the rude bit. So it was quite funny. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was a, a, a nice end to that story. Uh, and yes, a, a few unbelievable cards. I mean, that was just one highlight. There was a couple like, uh, I think another another two cards went for over at least another two cards went for over a million dollars each. So yeah, yeah, was there like a Mickey big, Mantle in there? There's a Mantle in there. Yeah, um, I just closed down on my tabs that I had all the information on because that was really dumb of me. Um, but yeah, it was a Mantle in there. Went for I think one point eight or something. And yeah, exactly. It, it was a nice collection. It, a real you know, nice the, collection. Yeah. You know, the the guy kept it all in a safe and, and would pull it every once in a while to play with. Like yeah, it was <laughs> like, think... down there. All it wasn't like these things were like you know. Um, like just tucked away in like a safe deposit box or anything you know he was down there like you know hands on with these cards like all the time and like just that was just his, his hobby and his passion and yeah there you go just it's just amazing what's what's stashed away in in some people's basements and that i guess but yeah like you say as a, a doctor in, in florida uh it's probably not the family probably weren't hurting so it would have been a, a really nice tale if it had been yeah a kind of rags to riches type thing i guess it probably would have made a movie out of it but yeah. There's still time. You can, you can buy the rights for it. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I got enough on my plate, man. I don't need to be making movies about sports cars. <laughs> Speaking of that, did, did that one sports car movie ever come out? Remember that one that came out last year about the guy who, who owned, whose dad owned the card shop? And then, like, oh, man, there was, there, uh, there was a show. I'll look for it later. Uh, it said, well, this is old guys remembering stuff already. Five just, minutes into the show. I was just about to say, welcome to another enthralling episode of old guys trying to remember stuff but there was that there was that movie that came out about the guy whose dad owned the card shop and they reconnected about cards came out last year but it never came across the uk it was only like a u.s distributed and uh, uh, i'll look it up you you give the next segment and i'll look it up and and, and that way um the, the, we it was um jack of all trades right yeah it was jack of all trades yeah uh yeah it was a netflix thing so whether or not it's just stuck on u.s netflix i'm not sure uh i can check uk netflix on here no, I think because I, I was following him for a while. Because back when I was really using Bubba a lot, and uh, 
they, they got reached out to me there and i was like well let me know whenever we get to the uk because it was only a u.s release at the moment or north american release so yeah eventually yeah. after i was splurged oh, that oh, vpn yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry netflix trailer just started playing i'll guess i'll get <laughs> smashed off of youtube in a heartbeat if that, if that happens uh, what was it called, Jack? Oh, Jack of all trades. Yeah, it was more about the guy's journey with his with, with no, his dad than yeah. No, so we won't worry about it there. But uh, yeah, well, get your VPN out. Like you say, if you've got a VPN to the to the US, go check out Jack of all trades on US Netflix. Uh, yeah. hey, you know what? Tell you what, even better. If someone actually watches it, we'll bring you on the show as soon as you've watched it, and you can give us a review of the movie. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to put that out there to the audience out there, and you can tell us about the show. That sounds good. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to have a movie review thing at the end. A movie review. That's going to be a very short-lived segment, because I think the amount of baseball card or trading card, sports card-related movies, I think you probably count at least on your fingers. I don't think you're going to be taking your socks off. I was just going to do any baseball movie. You know, we'll just go Any baseball? Well, that is an interesting plot twist. <laughs> yeah, see, they had to give us about two years' worth of stuff to do for about ten minutes, so... That's very true. I picked the wrong time to take a drink. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it, the other news there, and it was not actually sports car related, Nintendo related. Oh, yes. So we had the first video game sell for over a million dollars when somebody had bought uh, a Super Mario, 1960, Super Mario 64 game, and it was in mint condition there. And yeah, it went over uh, a million, over 1.2. And it was rated 9.8, A++ rating. Wow. So it's basically like near perfect. It was like, I mean, they must have just taken off an assembly line and, and hit it somewhere. Uh, put it straight, yeah, somebody. yeah. So that, that cart had just never been blown on, I think it's safe to say, right? That's how no, you, exactly. That's how you get the games working, eh? You just give them a good blow. But so that's a really interesting thing because I said we obviously talk about sports cards there, but there's other things that are out there. You know, I mean, I would have never thought much about Nintendo games, not that any of mine are in mint condition or near mint condition yeah. or anything close to that. But you know, it's obviously there's a market out there. I, you know, um, who knows what else you can think? All right, what, what's the next big thing? Yeah, see, that kind of it's sort of you can draw parallels between. The retro video game scene and the the sports sports car collecting scene though because they both had a big renaissance during lockdown and again it's it's the whole mentality thing if you want that safety you want to feel safe again so you revert to things from your childhood because that reminds you of of, of times where you felt safe and you felt uh you know you felt taken care of if you know what i mean so let's say we saw this big resurgence and um i guess uh i mean technically i'm not a boomer i think you fall in that age bracket but i'm not a boomer uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, so, technically I'm Generation X. So yeah, I th I fall in that really weird category of nobody knows what I am because of 1980, which seems to be a year after Gen X, and then anyway, it doesn't matter. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah, I'm like a really odd one. Uh, so yeah, there there are some parallels that I guess we could draw, and it's interesting to see that the, the, yeah, retro video game stuff going for for a million bucks. I mean, I know Pokemon like sealed Pokemon Game Boy Color games and stuff, like all the different editions that they had like gold edition and red red edition all that like those in mint condition you know uh like they'll go for a lot of money as well brand new in box is what is the, the terminology that i was looking for uh but yeah to get a, a video game out over a million bucks is kind of unreal especially being a retro one but then again like i say uh, again it wouldn't have been thought it wouldn't have been the one i thought would have been over a million dollars for i would have guessed original super mario brothers absolutely yeah or maybe zelda maybe a zelda game or something yeah you know mike tyson's punch out <laughs> <laughs> nhl 94 <laughs> oh yeah 
<laughs> Blades of Steel. Let's Blades go there. Blades of Steel, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of games I would have thought. I would have thought something, even Super Nintendo, but I would have thought N64 would have been the first game that would have gone over there. But, yeah. you know, I mean, you look at it, that that thing is actually, you know, 24 years old. It's, yeah. it's actually that old now. Should get your ball caps and bad pipes co-host John on this. Does he not do a video games podcast as well? No, that's Saeed that does one. Oh, so, oh, I thought John did one of those as well. No, Saeed, Saeed's a, a, a video game collector. Ah, and, and he, okay. so I don't think he actually collects rare games. Or, or he doesn't collect like box games, but he collects mm. a, a lot of games there. Ah, I, I, I donated my old handheld ones to him because I was like, you know what? I played them for like two weeks and they sat here for two years. So you <laughs> might as well give them some <laughs> yeah, of them. Might as well places. have them, yeah. yeah. And funny, funny enough, I never interviewed somebody that collected them. It was a guy from Chicago that's a lawyer and he collects those uh, those ancient like not even 8-bit games that you got from the 70s. Mm. And he was like, he, he actually had I think 90 of them of the variations of Japanese. Wow. Variations. Yeah, it was really cool because that was that exactly cool. what he was talking about. And he's just like, yeah, I'm the world's collector on these <laughs> Yeah, Bandai things that you know where I was just like football, baseball, basketball, or hockey. And Jeez, that's really cool. Yeah, so he was he had some in boxes, stuff like that there, and um, I asked him to pull it out, and he was like, "Ah, it's gonna take too long," which is a shame. But that uh, <laughs> was he's like, you know, when you're in Chicago, you just come on by, we'll yeah. come play him. And I was oh, like, yeah, I yeah, will come yeah. on by and absolutely play him. Yeah. Pasha, I pass Chicago on my way to work every day. <laughs> Uh, but well, he's like five minutes from my buddy Heavy J. So if you guys know Heavy J Studios, they hang out quite a bit. They they, they actually what they do they get together on like a Friday or Saturday night, and they everyone brings a box of cards to open, and they go through like a box of cards of junk box, and they and they trade packs around and drink beer. Wow, they should live stream that. That'd be cool. It'd be especially because well, Heavy J is, oh gosh, he's on the t- on the the board for. Uh, Sabres baseball card thing, and I think, and the, so, so you know, he knows his stuff. Like, you know, there's always somebody that knows a lot of cards, and there's always someone that knows more than him. He seemed to know more than everyone that I know. So. Yeah, oh well, we're not gonna get, get him on the show because he'll just embarrass a pair of us. So. <laughs> ah, heavy J is cool. Well, yeah. So, anyways, so enough about that. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's a nice segue. That's an interesting, interesting segue. Like I say, it's all related, man. All these, all these things are related. You can, you can see very clear parallels with all this retro. Uh, all this retro stuff during the pandemic. It's very, I find it, I find it all quite interesting. So, so does that mean fidget, fidget spinners the next thing? We fidget spinners retros. are coming back, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like <laughs> competitive yo-yos making a comeback. Uh, <laughs> if you want a good time, go watch some competitive yo-yo on, on YouTube. It's unbelievable the stuff these kids can do with a yo-yo. Anywho. Um, so yeah, we've been off for like four weeks, so we've missed quite a few new releases. So, uh, just and this is just in the baseball sphere again. We could have spoken at length about a whole bunch of stuff. So we've had uh, a bunch of new releases out. Uh, top soon we're getting things back on, uh, back on schedule. I did hear that uh, Tops Chrome I think has been delayed until the end of August, which I think they put back a couple of weeks. Uh, the Top Sticker Collection for this year it got cancelled entirely, uh, which I think we mentioned in the last show. But we make... did mention that. Yeah, um, but I'll, I'll say it again now. So that's been cancelled entirely. So they're making these moves, and it looks like they're gradually getting things back on track. Um, again, the the pandemic hasn't helped, and all the problems that they had down in Texas with snow and incredible heat and no electricity and all that kind of stuff. Um, none of that stuff really helped. So uh, things seem to be returning to normal. So since we've been off air, we've had um, Archive's Signature Series, which is one of the ones that I quite like. Um, So within that, you get one uh, encased autograph of a retired player. Um, Quite a lot of people hating on that set this year. 
I was retailing in the US for about 80 bucks a box for your one card. Um, and, you know, complaints about the checklist, but you can never please all of the people all the time. So it was like, you know, more kind of fan favourite or sort of slightly left field subjects that were picked for for the retired player edition this year and not really like sort of retired mega stars or like hall of famers and stuff but if you start doing that you're not going to get it in the 80 dollar price uh, 80 dollar price point you know with the way that i mean that that product's the same price as it was last year and that's fairly rare um now it's just one encased autograph so they need to be really careful you can't be you know you can't be pushing it too hard where it's just where it's just one card that's in the box but perhaps the slightly uh in the eyes of the community, the lower quality player checklist is is what's uh, what's helped keep it at the eighty bucks. As it turns out, I've picked one up on the, on the second hand market. I, I did a nice little deal for a for a one of one Roy Oswald um, out of that set, which I'm which I'm excited to get my hands on when it comes in. Um, I really like Roy Oswald for I can't think whatever reason. <laughs> I, uh, I just really liked the guy. He was a he was a pretty stellar pitcher, and I saw this one. Uh, well, the the guys in our community was asking thirty five quid for it. I thought, oh, why not? Nice Roy Oswald autograph, nice one on one. That's one just to tuck away and keep for myself. You know, sometimes it's not all about the investment or the you know the the money or you know the, the potential return. It's just nice to have a cool card from a from a player that I liked when I when during that kind I, of. I think you, you like him baseball. because you, you drafted him on fantasy baseball. I, I drafted that, him all the time. He was unbelievable. I know. He was unbelievable. <laughs> I think that's why exactly went for it. Yeah, like, I, I, I always hoped that he would that he would come to the Yankees, but Andy Pettit went the wrong way and he went to the Astros. I always hoped Oswald would come to the Yankees. Uh yeah, but I mean, he was like the, you know, the mainstay there. I mean, Clemens came, Pettit came. I'm trying to think. Of, that's about the only people I can think of uh, from the Astros then. So yeah, the pitching yeah. staff there. But yeah, um, yeah. What like I said, like uh, yeah, that was the one that was selling on Tops UK. That everyone kind of like knew about. That's right, and yeah, and, but they dropped clearly authentic at the same time as well on on Top UK, which is the same idea. So it's one encased autographed card per box. Um, again, so archives is, is really is archives is sort of buybacks that they restamp and get players to sign. So it's not so the Oswald, for example, is just an Oswald base card from a year. I can't remember what year it is. Uh, that Tops have had the player sign and they've authenticated that signature put a foil on it to say it's archive signature series 2021 made it a one of one encased it and put it in a box and right. clearly authentic's a little bit the same like they do they do buyback stuff as well uh they also do new print stuff obviously because it's clear so it's done on acetate um so sort of an, an acetate see-through card which is a pretty cool thing as well um we're about the same price slightly more expensive actually about 10 bucks more um i haven't really seen too much of it i haven't seen the checklist but yeah it dropped on top uk at the same time and I believe they dropped a third one as well, and I can't remember what it was, but I can see you feverishly searching I mean, away is, in your is, phone. Is, so. is that my, uh, my uh, is that a clear? Is that one of those ones uh, there? I mean, kind it, it's of. Yeah, that's... It's, um, it's, it's oh, clear. It's, but yes, so I kind of have the Shedlong autograph, 3375. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of that set. That's terrible. I've got... Oh, look, you I've keep talking. Yeah, I've the... got, got such a bad headache tonight with this weather. Uh, it's like, you know, super... Super overcast, super thundery up here in Aberdeen tonight, and it's giving me the worst headache, so my brain isn't working at all. Um, oh, Laura's watching on Facebook. Laura opened uh, some archive signature series as well, uh, and she got a Dusty Baker in hers, which she says is a pretty sweet card. Um, Dusty Baker, the inventor of the high five? Is that, yeah, is that true? It is. Uh, is, it is, it, is it not an internet story? 
No, no, no. So it's his buddy. Oh gosh, it's Glenn. Oh man, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn at him. Were the, were, so Dusty Baker received the high five. That the guy Glenn was the guy that actually uh, gave it because he was the first fairly openly gay player. Oh. And and not only that, he dated Tommy Lord Lasorda's son, or it no was way. linked wow. to Tommy Lasorda's son. Yeah. So, um, uh, Glenn Burke. That's what it is. Glenn Burke. Okay. Glenn Burke invented the high five. Dusty Baker received the high first high five, and those two are credited with with creating the high five. And yeah, and Glenn Burke um, was linked to Tommy Lasorda's son, and, and Lasorda hated him for that. So. Wow, that's kind of that's kind of a wild story. <laughs> well, there we go. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's, you know, it's that random knowledge, kind of like we did the draw. Like that's it, like yeah. well, dropping knowledge on 1994 players that you've never heard of. <laughs> um, another cool fact then about Dusty Baker. So his grandson was um, a bat boy for the Giants World Series, I think, back in 2004. I want to say yeah something anyway, like that yeah. something like that early 2000s um, and his grandson they had him as, on as a bat boy I think he was like four or something he was involved in a quite a famous incident at the time because he was very keen to go and get the bat from very close to home plate as two runners were steaming in from third base um, and the first Giants runner who crossed the plate scooped him up in his arms and like took him out the way and it became kind of a thing at the time um, that kid just got drafted last week in the, in, the, ah. in the MLB draft so Dusty Baker's grandson got drafted that was unbelievable I thought A that makes me feel fucking old <laughs> because the kid was basically a toddler running about with this big bat and then he goes and gets drafted like last week so uh yeah we're all getting old i hate to say it yeah i think it was a jt snow that picked him up what's it there you go that's phenomenal knowledge that you know that just because I think it's not been on like uh, MLB uh, adverts right so many oh, times. Oh, that's years. a really good point. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During the during the commercial breaks on on MLB TV, you'll probably know that. I was looking trying to look at the name of that that set that you've got. Uh, the top clear ones. That's there. all right. It, it's if, if you just Google gonna, shed long like uh, uh, Cincinnati Reds, because not a Mariner, anyways. But yeah, um, we'll, we'll figure out. But yeah, it's a clear. I, I was wondering what the clear was because again, again, I don't know anything modern. I saw everyone was like, holy shit, the, the stuff's out there now. Buy it now quickly before it's gone. And then, of course, by the time I looked at it, it was gone. Um, at 6 o'clock, it's not a good time to drop stuff for me personally, Tops. Can you, can you stop that? Can you yeah. wait till like, 8 when the kids are down so I can at least buy some stuff? Yeah. <laughs> we still haven't put together what Tops' release thing is. They, they seem to be pretty... They, they seem to be pretty... Average, not average. They seem to be on time at 6 p.m. with all the releases, which, depending on... What 1 p.m. Eastern. It's either 1 p.m. Eastern or it's 10 a.m. Uh, 10 a.m. West Coast, which for I, a UK company is really weird. It's, but I, I think it's probably 1 p.m. Eastern, right? Eastern. Because they seem to drop a lot of their stuff around that time. Like or the is new it 12, 12 Central? I mean, 12 Central, yeah. Well, I mean, but then Top's head office is in New York. So. New York, yeah. So it's ten. It, it's it's going to be 1 Eastern. They, you know, they get back from lunch. They go, oh, yeah, I better put that stuff up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, their sheds on those posts to go live at 1 p.m. before they disappear off for a little lunch at... At twelve, I can't find the name of that thing. That's really going to annoy me. It'll come All right, let's say before, I'll, the, end, I'll before the end of the show, it'll come back to me. All right, anyway, you keep so, talking. I'll look for it. Yeah, well, yeah, go for it. I can't remember. It's, it's so annoying. Never mind. Um, also, out then since then, so that's like sort of two, I guess, two two products for a vaguely similar one encased card per box for the kind of eighty ninety dollar range. Um, friend of the show, Josh Trout, uh, his uh, set. Well, it's not his set. Well, it is his set. Um, which is contained in Museum Club has finally come out. Uh, so it was one of the ones that's been delayed. Museum Collection, not Museum Club, Museum Collection uh, is out subsequently. 
Um, bit more of a high-end product, kind of $400 range. I think you can get them for a little bit less than that now. Uh, each master box has four mini box inside it. Inside of it, overall, in each box you get an autograph, you get an autograph relic, you get a quad relic, and you get just a normal relic card as well. So two autographs and three relics across four cards, uh, which is pretty cool. I actually have a couple of boxes here that I'm not too sure what I'm going to do with. Uh, I might open one for myself. I keep saying I'm going to open all this stuff for myself, and then I never do. You never do. Like I said, we had a chance. I'm such a boost, man, because I look at it and go, oh, it's like £500. Um, without seeing like the, the fun or the, <laughs> or, you know, just actually doing it for a bit of enjoyment. Uh, and it's uh, so dropping down the price range a little bit. One of the, the favourite sets of the year, I guess, 2021 Tops Gypsy Queen has come out. Um, always a big favourite, especially here in the UK. Um it was one of the highlight products for last year because it was really the last release that came out from Tops before the pandemic hit production and, and the prices started to go crazy. Last year it was about 85. I'm going to sneeze. This is really annoying. Last year it was about 85 pounds a box. This year, 185 pounds a box. Oh God. So yeah, there's an indication on, on uh, how the price has gone up. Um, but yeah, it was really the last of the, it was the last of the cheap, for want of a better expression, products last year. Like I say, before the before the pandemic hit, um, awesome looking cards again. Two autograph, two autographs in every box, on card autographs as well. So for the money by comparison these days, that's actually pretty good value. Uh, yeah, really cool looking cards. Um, I've been breaking them. We've been enjoying the breaks of them quite a lot. Uh, you would have seen because I know you watch all of my breaks because you're a dedicated follower. Uh, we pulled a DJ LeMahieu autograph the other night. Out of, uh, oh, 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 I missed that one. <laughs> I missed that. I, I kind of guessed you had because I figured you would have messaged me by now. But yeah, we pulled a DJ LeMahieu autograph out of Gypsy Queen on uh, on Saturday night there, I think it was. Um, so yeah, that's what we've missed. Uh, we've got more releases coming out next month. Um, Alan and Ginter, one of my favourite releases of the year. It comes out middle of August. Uh, Tops Chrome towards the end. The Tops Chrome prices have gone insane that's looking like 350 dollars plus for hobby boxes and things like that which is kind of wild for again a product that was in the hundreds just 12 months ago um but yeah i guess we're just we're just this is the world we're in now and we're gonna have to live with it um coming up really soon we'll need to do some research on this but we also have tops as uh, impending going public um, being a publicly traded company, so it'll be interesting to see over the over the next sort of year or so how that plays out and how that affects pricing and things like that as well. Um, but yeah, that's new releases. And for all things new that you do know about, Project Seventy. Ah, yes, but I figured it's high tech. Is the shit high tech? Thank you. Just doing my head in. Yeah, <laughs> high, yeah, high tech. High tech. The product with about eighty four different base variations. Um, but I really, actually, a really cool set. I really like high tech. But. Is it expensive? Is it something that we, we open? Because they said we're gonna have to have, have we have to have something to open in August. Yeah, we're hanging out again. Yeah, so it run it runs that line of being of being quite a cheap box to buy, but you don't get very many cards in the box. Ah, okay. So, so like, it's gonna be like a ten minute show. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, here's four yeah. cards. All right, there you go. Yeah, right. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. At least traditionally, it's always been like that. I don't know what the configuration is this year. I'll have a quick look while you're talking about projects, haven't you? All right. So, Project Seventy. It is alive. It is dead. It is dead. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, just this week alone, we had three of the top five lowest selling cards in Project Seventy. Oh my gosh. Claws Money's Catfish Hunter. Now. For me, Catfish Hunter, he is an Oakland A. 
We obviously have him as a Yankee. That's, you know, she's from New York. 586 copies of this card. Wow. <laughs> Clearly, the lowest price you can buy it for is $80 there. So, and I, I, you know what? You might struggle from there. there. There might only be 500 people maybe collecting this set. So, but like I said, we have for the show, we chat talk, talk about this stuff. Sammy Sosa by Infinite Archives, 613 cards, which is surprising. It's Sammy Sosa. Yeah. The card. Not the greatest one, but again, I figured there had to be more Cubs fans out there, you know, a little bit of nostalgia out there. Cubs didn't have anything in Project 2020. Yeah, so, you know, that was another one. And and so, uh, when I've been gone, the third lowest one is the Casey Stengel by Ron English. I, I bought that card. I decided in the end I wasn't going to collect Ron English and his weird cards. I think I really enjoy the weird cards and than anything that looks any kind of normal cards there. But, you know, that was kind of it. So I kind of had to buy that one um, in there. Actually, I lied. Four of the five. Reggie Jackson by New York Nico. 680 copies. Again, it was not a good weekend for that. And the last one was the Garrett Cold by Joshua Vides. So you had four cards this week become the four four of the five lowest selling cards in Project wild. 7. Yeah, that's crazy. So that kind of tells you Tops has shot itself in the foot. Like I said, with three cards, you would have got, ah, there's two I like, I'll buy the third card. With with four cards, you're kind of going, you know what, I'll just buy two. Like, it's, it's just not worth it to buy those two extra cards, especially at that there. Um, it's the middle of summer. People's interests are elsewhere. You know, I, I, I would rather go to a game than, than yeah, but true, buy, yeah. than well, buy yeah. you know, I mean, that, that buy, you know, what, $20 is like one beer at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, two really... beer, two <laughs> It really is the dog days of summer in a lot of uh, in, a, in a lot of aspects. That's for sure. So, um, so yeah. So it's been interesting to see. I mean, comparing to last year, like you kind of had the same thing now. Where I think this is the point when Project Twenty Twenty really kind of hit skids. People weren't buying tons of them, and you know, we're not buying a hundred thousand Keyshore Kangaroo Junior cards anymore. <laughs> Uh, and it was just kind of a lull. I think, you know, you're probably going to see the lowest print runs between now and when school starts in August. I think we'll kind of pick up more um, just because the kids are back and you, you, you basically have to buy your kids clothes and shoes and go, all right, you're good for the year. That's boring. That's boring, man. <laughs> so, uh, but it's interesting. So if you're, if you're interested in, in Project 70 cards, I say buy them now because you're not going to find them on the secondary market. You're literally down to the people that are just collecting them now and, and a few people that may be speculating on there and you're not going to get them at, at that price anymore. Um, to give you an example, uh, if you bought um, anything by Otani, his uh, Tyson Beck, you can't find cheaper than $80. Uh, the uh, Otani uh, Quicks, because somebody... Bucks, it's the minimum you're going to find there. So, you know, uh, you know these smaller people out there, you, you, people are buying it because they like it. No one's buying because I need 20 Casey Stengel cards. They're collecting the set. <laughs> so, you're, you know, you're going to find people that are buying it or keeping them there. So it, don't go, crap, I've missed a thing. Buy it now. And what I say, my my favorite card from last week, it was a tough one. There, there was two now that are selling over 1,000. You can guarantee. You can mm. guarantee Ski is doing that. You can guarantee Lauren Taylor is doing that. You can guarantee Ermsey. You know, he's, he's a guaranteed a big seller there. Uh, and then everyone else just has to hustle. Blake Jameson, you know, he's got to hustle to get his stuff out there. You, you've yeah. got to come up with some sort of chase card now to keep anything interested in your set. 
Yeah, which is, I mean, that's quite an interesting development that um, artists are going to start are starting to drop these little extras in to try and encourage you to to keep buying the cards. I mean, at the end of the day, they're you know they're they're looking out for their their business and their product at the end of the day. So you know, it makes sense that, that we're starting to see these again. They were pretty popular when they did them in uh, in Project uh, Twenty Twenty. Um, but yeah, I think it's good they didn't do it from the start because it, it's sort of like you said, like you've already said, it's already kind of overwhelming enough at four cards a day. But if you're looking at four cards a day, plus chase cards, plus uh, you know artist specials and goodness knows whatever else, then yeah, it's just it's going to get way out of hand. But yeah, what we're seeing now, I guess, is the people who are collecting their their artists are collecting their artists. I'm sure there's some people out there who are going for the complete set. But but yeah, you can you can see. Like you say, we've got four artists who are still doing consistently solid numbers, and then the rest, I think, are on the struggle bus slightly. Absolutely, like I said, like you really have to hype it now. Oh, party, party is always a party. Yeah, party, another one, of course. Yeah. Party, yeah, but I mean, uh, you and, know, and Bronson, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, he, at least Bronson has stuck with it. He's doing nineteen, what, nineteen seventy-one? Yeah. 1971 Yankees, you know, and that's his set. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. It's going to look great. Like I said, yeah. I, I've been trying to sneak them up, pick, sneakily pick up a few here and there. The set's going to look amazing when it's all together. Um, yeah, when I, when I can't have, fault when I, that. When I have them all and I have them all on my wall, I get the lovely picture. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, you know what? So, I, I, funny enough, I just bought, uh, I need to buy more, but I bought 10 of uh, the 130-point um, cases in black. So I'm oh, going to take them all out there so they can really pop out there. Because I think wow. with the colors and certain are there, uh, that and I had a $50 Amazon gift card. <laughs> I oh, only nice go to the States. <laughs> and I was like, what the heck am I going to buy in the States? It's like, am I going to buy like peanut butter M&Ms and ship it over? I get to do it anyway. Oh, so. Yes, that's the only answer to that. Yes. <laughs> buy the fucking M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I said so. Uh, I, I, that and uh, I've got to get a shipment for my brother. He's got a few things of mine. So, like, I have Glenn's whiskey. Oh, Glenn's watching. Glenn is so, watching. He's given us. He's given me shit about liking GQ and Ginter uh, because they're just the same every year. Which is true. They, they are just the same every year. Um, I still really like them. I know. I'm, I'm a I'm a creature of habit. What can I tell you? Uh, so yes. Yeah, so so I have his whiskey, and I have. Um, I, I got I got a bottle of. Uh, Cracking rum for uh, oh, Seattle for the hockey. Oh, I love ah, it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they had they came out with like a, a hockey one when it had like seven cities there and Seattle was doing one of them there. So I was kind of like, you know what, I'll, I'll get that one and um, yeah, I'll probably just drink it and keep the bottle. But yeah, <laughs> oh, that's excellent, man. That's cool. I'm glad uh, I'm glad that got off the ground. That's quality. So yeah, so I was like, well, you know what, I got 50 bucks to spend. What, what, what am I buy? You know, I thought about buying like a box or something. And I was like, ah, no, I'll just. I'll do something more fun. Like something more fun with like them. Yeah, quite 130 right. case with those. Anyways. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, Project 70 and 70 will carry on. Probably now we're, we must be getting on for two-thirds of the way through. Not quite. Yes. Yeah, so, so we, we are... Um, God, we got card 400. So, yeah, so four-tenths. <laughs> yeah, this is this is going to go right up until, like, December 31st, right? <sighs> It's gonna yeah, have to. Or maybe uh, we'll even spill it in it. Mind you, maybe not. I don't know. Let's not do. Let's not send do the maths on it just now. Let's not do the math now. That we we have a long day to go. I mean, you figure, okay, there is six hundred cards to go. Four hundred at four a day. You're looking at okay, uh, so that's that? another hundred days. So three plus days. months. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the wax pack stuff come out as well. That'll be interesting. So yeah. Obviously, yeah. not just the cards. Each artist is doing a, a reimagined wax pack as well. 
Yeah, I, I've seen parties. He's, he's, he's shown it a few times oh, unless he's okay. changing it. Um, it. It's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, unless be a, it was a nice change. I imagine those will, those will do well to pique the interest again. I wonder if Tops is maybe considering bringing them forward to try and reinvigorate the program. Uh, it'll be interesting to see about the release for that. But yeah, time, will, I mean, time will tell. Time will tell. So who knows? It's going to be one of those things I think... Um, you know, like I said, I think they they tried to go too too much too quickly, and uh, it's just killed it off for themselves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, when they when they had to go from three to four cars a day, like I said, it did feel like they had shot themselves in the foot slightly. Anyway, cool. Thanks for that, Jason. That's Project Seventy Roundup once again. We'll uh, we'll touch on it next week. See if we've uh, scraped the barrel. Got any got any new laws next week? Uh, we'll see. Uh, look out for the cars at the end of the weekend. That seems to be the trend so far. Um, so yeah, moving back to, I guess, uh, all things digital now, um, and Topps Bunt, possibly my favourite Topps product at the moment. I am loving the Bunt again. Bunt's great. Like I said, you guys may give me abuse about Bunt. I like the tribute of it. I like the grind. I like sending 50 trade offers a day to people <laughs> to, to build my sets. And you know what? I've had a great time. I think I've hit 10 Iconics. Yeah, and this thing, not I've not bought one pack. I may have more than one account, but <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, let let the people know how many how many accounts you have at the moment that you're grinding bunt on. I'm grinding bunt on four accounts. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not addicted at all. It's hilarious. So yeah, I mean that's not bad. It's still a pretty good hit rate. I've had two, I've had two iconics so far uh, on two different accounts. Um, and it's funny when when you were up last week. Obviously, you sat and opened a pack next to me, and five minutes and hit an iconic. And five minutes later, I opened a pack and I hit an iconic as well, which was rather odd. Uh, two, two of us essentially sitting next to each other um, and hit uh, hit a back to back iconics. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of fun. But yeah, the grind the grind on tribute has been been really good. Man, they, some of these sets these, that, that they release in tribute, I kind of wish they would release them in the physical car world as well. They come up with some like really interesting, like I mean, they come out with some some crap as well. But a lot of crap ones. Those yeah. weekly sets are crap. Yeah, yeah, the weekly sets are pants. Uh, and the one kind of oh, my phone's dead. What's happened to my phone? Oh no, it's okay. Um, <laughs> I thought my phone had like totally died. Uh, yeah, and the, there's the one recent that's that's kind of very architecturally inspired, I guess. Uh, I'm going to quickly look it up while I while I mumble crap. Glory, uh, glory, yeah, glory, you like the glory one. Uh, oh no, no, I don't like the glory one. I think it's no, no. I, I that was it. I was really glad Bowman came out this week Bowman, or last week yeah, because yeah. I, I like Bowman, but I'm okay with waiting another week of grinding all my tribute stuff out because it's not anything great. Uh, and if you don't buy everything in the first hour, all of the special cards get snapped right up. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you were saying before the show that apparently we can uh, uh, link our phones up and do a live stream on it. So I think I'm going to try to save my coin, which is pretty much impossible because <laughs> I, I because never so have addicted. <laughs> Let's put it this way: like I was hoping that no hitter was going to happen last night, so I got that bonus twenty five thousand points. <laughs> I was rooting for it. That's tough, man. When the when the only reason you're hoping for a no hitter is so you can get extra coins and and uh, and bunt. That's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, I mean they have this stuff like the, the designs. Like uh, Storm is one of the sets at the moment. For those of you watching along live, uh, I'll hold it up to my camera. But it's my my green screen is going to blow out the water. But yeah, so you have kind of cool, inter interesting car designs like this that they that they come up with just for bunt. Um, I could do like a, a described version for the podcast. 
Uh, so yeah, it's called Storm, and basically it's it's player images. Uh, oh, we've got three Jason Durs. This is interesting. Uh, yeah, or well, two my, Jason Durs. Uh, my my team my my uh my, my froze. So we have to deal with me on this one. Oh my god. Uh, I don't. Oh, oh, there we go. Now it's fixed. Yeah, that was that was really strange. Oh, that was very quick of you to, <laughs> to dial in off your phone. I'm not going to say it's the first time that happened. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so like I, like I was panicking because I saw you drop off the thing. Uh, like I said, some of these designs that come out, like Storm. Storm's a pretty cool set. That w- I think that would look pretty good on a physical card. Um, yep. It looks a little bit like the one of the, the tops, tops X designs from last year. Uh, but yeah, I, I kind of wish that some of the art that they do for the, uh, these, the digital sets and Bunt, I think, would look really cool as... Um, as actual physical card sets. It'd be kind of cool if they did that. I agree. Like I said, I think some of those sets are really cool. I got, I'm looking forward to seeing what else they come out with. I mean, like I said, I, we bash the, the weekly cards there, but uh, you know, I have a, a, a guy I know who uh, did a weekly set. They're actually pretty often awesome. Um, mm. And funny enough, with, with all my crazy trades that I've made for my tribute, uh, people actually ask me for those cards. And I said, I'm not actually, I know the guy that made them, so I'm going to pass, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's really quite interesting um, so yeah so the, uh, the tribute event's been pretty good on Bunt we've had series 2 of Bowman is that right? Uh, yeah series second. 2 Bowman yeah because I, I didn't do any of the first series so that's which is why I'm a little bit behind like I said I'm a bit more of a coin a coin hoarder like I say I'm, I'm sitting at just over 3 million coins on my main account and on my other one I think I've got like 1.8 or something as well so yeah I'm a bit of a hoarder I tend not to to go mad on the packs unless unless events tell me that I have to even then, I'm like, mm, we can spend my money. You know, like it's like real money. Oh, I'm about to two Jason Durs again. This is wild. There you go. There, ah, go. there you go. Back to there. We restart the restart the computer. We restart the application. Hey, that's uh, it, man. You could do my job. Turn it off and turn it on again, right? Exactly. Yeah, make the big bucks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, that was it. I mean, I I think I was more of like, you know, like okay, great. I'm gonna buy these cards there. I didn't oh. when I first started, and now. Like I said, I'll probably, funny enough, I'll probably save my up. I'm assuming there'll be a Series 3 on Tribute. <laughs> I'll oh, just yeah, save my probably. money for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's quite a cool thing you do. I'll need, to look at, I'll, I'll need to look at the technical capabilities of doing it, but you can like cast off your phone and live stream it to Twitch and stuff like that. So, yeah, we should do a bunt night. We'll need to try and figure that out one time. That'd be kind of fun. That, that might you know be, what? For, be a pretty interesting live stream, just sitting ripping packs on bunt, I think. It'd be kind of fun. We'll get some I, seltzer. Uh, we'll have a party. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Now let us know if you actually would watch that or not. It might just be a solo show between me, you, and who and, cares? And we'll have to pay Ross and Cat to watch it. Guys, come yeah. on, come on. Sweet. Yeah. Come comment on our live stream. We're opening yes. 10 packs of cards. Yeah. I, like I, said, I, I, I mean, I like it because the sets are small. It's not like I'm trying to like make this huge set there, you know. It's mm. just like okay, you're just kind of going to put the sets on it. And you know, like I said, you know, we've had the same conversation when I was up there. You know what? I, I don't feel like I need to buy much cards because of it. No, you know? no, it helps scratch an itch. It really does help scratch an itch for like opening stuff and uh, you know, and obviously like being able to trade and, and things like that. It's phenomenally easy because it's all contained within an app. But yeah, it it really does help like scratch that pack opening itch. At least I find it does. I know mean, just even just doing like the mystery boxes and. Trying to complete the base sets, which are you know, it's a bit of an endeavor when you're if you're just sitting trying to grind it and not really trade them out. I haven't really been trading too hard to try and fill them. I'm just trying to fill them from, you know, uh, crafting and and opening boxes and stuff like that. And you know, I'll I'll throw stuff in if I need to trade with somebody to like to get 
something for tribute or like the, I'm trying to do the postseason set and uh, you know and just plodding away at those, then then I'll ask for some base set needs and stuff in with it. But yeah, I'm trying not to specifically trade the fill out base sets, but yeah, it's really fun. Uh, I enjoy it. It's an, it's a it's a it's a fun thing to sit and do in your phone. It's a good use of of Apple's greatest technology. Exactly, and like I said, you know how much money I spent? Zero. I spent zero money on it. Like uh, this yeah. is what this can't be. You know what? We'll have to do it. Maybe if we actually do this, we'll have to actually like, spend like ten or twenty pounds to see. Yeah, I spent ninety nine p. I took the ninety nine p. Welcome to Bunt deal, which was like fifty thousand coins and some diamonds and some super packs and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, that's, so, yeah. that's it. Ninety nine. So I think ninety nine p. is all I've spent on it. So yeah, you're doing good. Yeah, and I'm at the point now. I think I'm just trading for like Mariners needs that I don't have. Which, and this <laughs> all those shit long cars. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we had this conversation. So uh, as a Mariner fan, you're like, oh yeah, nobody wants the Mariners. But you've you've had you got Griffey, you've had Arod, you've got Ichiro. Everyone fucking loves these guys. Like yeah, and everyone, nobody I, gives up their cards, right? Exactly. Yeah, it was like uh, I have a Johnny Bench iconic card, and I can't trade with any Reds fan because he played for the Reds, and yeah. I can't go. Well, give me, give me your Griffey for it, and like, nah, I prefer Griffey over Bench. <laughs> I'm stuck with it. <laughs> Same thing. Like uh, I had an Angel fan. I've got a Rod Carew iconic. That I'm trying to trade for a Griffey. And guys, like, nah. I, I, as much as he was the Angel, like I prefer Griffey. Like no one wants to trade me their cards that's crazy yeah because in the real world nobody nobody touches each row cards that aren't mariners cards basically it's so funny you say that like uh, i tried to trade with a guy earlier and he's just like yeah uh he was a yankee fan and, and if you're on bunt make sure you use your team logo so i can send you offers of players you need from your team don't use the stupid logos they give you for the anniversary stuff or if you bought 100 packs nobody cares if you bought 100 packs of cards uh, to get your damn butt thing, you know, it just yeah. says you're a sucker because you spent. I mean, you bought a hundred packs of cards of whatever crappy set that was. Um, yeah. Nobody gives a shit about your Independence Day logo. That's the one. It was Independence Day. Yes, it was. Congratulations, you, you bought a hundred packs of Independence. I, uh, my hat's off to you. Um, and it, and I tried to trade this guy who was a Yankee fan for an Ichiro card, and he's just like. Yeah, no, Ichiro is one of my favorite players. I loved him when he played for the Yankees. I was like, oh man, like I try to ignore that one. It's like getting rid of Marlin. Like who remembers Ichiro as a Marlin? Besides Drew. Well, yeah, he got, well, he got his three thousandth, three thousandth hit as a Marlin, didn't he? Yeah, well, I, I know, I know that from the commercial breaks in MLB. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's it. It's like, would you, would you ever buy an Ichiro card or jersey with him in a Marlin, other than maybe his three thousand hit card? Yeah, like his tops now, I imagine probably did pretty well for his three thousand hit as a Marlin. But yeah, like you don't, you think Ichiro, you don't think even even though even the years that you spent on the Yankees, like I, I would still consider Ichiro a, a, a Mariner. I nearly forgot. I nearly forgot what team it was. For that would have been shocking. Yeah, that team in Seattle. That thing team there. in yeah. Seattle. Yeah, the Kraken, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that's one of those things. There. I mean, you forget like that. I mean, uh, it's someone. You know, I had to look it up. It was uh, Vlad Guerrero Senior played for the Rangers for one season. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember this. Like I said, the Expo, sure. Yeah, Angels, absolutely. Uh, the Rangers. <laughs> uh, here you go. So I've been feverishly eBaying while we've been chatting away here. Uh, top spot iconic MLB Ichiro Suzuki. Uh, your sir for $94.09. What? Um, yeah, sell that, man. You can, you can buy, buy and sell bunt stuff on eBay. All right, you got to go look to see. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll do this after the show there. Oh, here's, here's the 2021 Tribune one. Uh, which one? The dual relic. 
Oh, the Mariner one I have. Okay, with Griffey, yeah. So yeah. 20, 2021 Topps Bunt Tribute, Ichiro and uh, Griffey, purple event exclusive digital iconic card, uh, 40 bucks on eBay at the moment. 40 bucks, all right. Yeah. I'm rich and now. Start, there we go. Who needs who needs uh, actual cars and who needs NFTs when we can just do it in Bunt? Of course, we'll see if anyone's actually bought it at 40 bucks. But yeah, that's yeah. the thing, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's for sale at the moment for 40 bucks or best offer. And how much in shipping? That, that's the real question is because you were saying that they, they get you on the shipping. Sure, they're not going to ship you for free shipping. Free shipping. Well, somebody was charging shipping on one of their stuff that were sending other, their bunt stuff. Oh, well, wow, that's outrageous. I, so, yes, I, I know what I'm doing when this show is over. Yeah, I'm you sure. <laughs> yep, I'll see. Go trade it for some Project 70 cards. There you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll figure out who the bigger sucker is. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the most expensive iconic card on eBay right now, it seems we've disappeared off down this wormhole. Is um, Top Spunt Derek Jeter farewell farewell signature from 2014? Oh, wow. uh, it's on. There's only 50 of them. There's one on at the minute for 500 dollars. Wow. So there you go. You can go and never mind. Given you're not an IMP to Tops, where Apple take 30 percent. Uh, go on eBay and give some dude 500 bucks for an iconic Derek Jeter gold signature. It's a pretty sweet looking card, to be fair, but. Uh, I, I know where my iconics they don't like are going. They're going straight on eBay. Go straight this. on eBay. Absolutely. There you go. Get yourself a few quid. You could buy some more. Uh, buy some more. One thirty point black. Uh, oh, I would say clean and press. Oh, buy, get some more clean and press. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Yeah. So that's some bunt news. Yes. Excellent. So staying with all things digital, um, NFTs, which we've talked a little bit about. Not really. We've not had any more news really from Tops about what they're doing. Uh, we've obviously seen Bazooka Joe. I think there's some Street Fighter stuff came out as well. But interest, interestingly enough, the platform that Tops use for their NFTs, so Wax.io, were recently giving away a free pack of uh, Street Fighter stickers, I think it was, uh, to help them stress test a new checkout experience, uh, which, uh, which is a reasonably interesting development. Um, one thing everybody hated about the first Tops NFT baseball drop was that the checkout experience was terrible. Um, people getting mod charged multiple times. I mean, everybody got their money back and it all happened automatically. And it took maybe, I think, sort of 12 plus hours to sort out, but it's still an inconvenience, right? Um, so yeah, the, the checkout and, and the queuing process, well, the queuing process was non-existent. It was just a free-for-all. And then their checkout kept crashing. They were using Stripe, which is, you know, basically a web store. And so when you've got hundreds of thousands of people trying to buy, it's obviously going to collapse. Um, so yeah, so they they appear to be moving to a queue system, uh, very similar. In fact, it might even be the same system that um, Topshop. Be a top shop. Yeah, yeah. So you get you join a queue, you get put in your queue. It tells you how many people are in front of you. Once you get to the front of your queue, you get X amount of time to complete your purchase, and then after that, uh, thanks and cheerio. So you so you're you're going to be able to tell. I think fairly early doors. If you're actually going to get a release, uh, you know, if there's, but then, but that being said, I don't know if uh, if there's going to be any limits put on this time. I mean, I think it was ten of each that you could buy in the first drop, yeah, if I remember correctly. So you'll be able to do some maths and figure out if you're actually going to be in a position to get them. But it looks like they're trialing and hopefully moving to uh, a much better organized queue system. Um, now, whether it'll be first come first serve to get in the queue, or if they'll do it like. Top shot where they put you in a holding room and then you're randomly assigned a position in the queue 
uh, we will find out in due time, I guess. But hopefully a much more pleasant experience coming to Wax.io for the next baseball NFT release, if indeed there is another baseball NFT release. Um, I saw you, you that know there will be. Hopefully. Absolutely. Yeah, hopefully. It was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Uh, the price of Bitcoin went up, I think, 13% or something yesterday. Uh, so perhaps the first dip or one of the dips uh, for, for crypto has passed and maybe it's starting to recover. So if they were holding it back because of like value concerns, then maybe we're starting to see a bit of a turnaround. Uh, like I say, Season 2, physical Season 2 has been out for a while now. So if they were going to try and run it like they did with the first release where it came out around about the same time as Series 1, um, they've sort of missed that boat a little bit, but we'll wait and see. It's it's really difficult. It's difficult to predict anything with tops, and try to predict the NFTs from tops has been impossible. So exactly, but you know, I mean, they're making money hand over fist on this. So you know, oh yeah, and yeah, it's we, money for all drop. Yeah, we, we we've discussed this before. Yeah, they already have all the all the designs done and and bunt, and then they just convert them to an NFT. Thanks very much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it cost them hundred dollars to make an NFT. Right? Yeah, Great. there you there go. You go. Yeah, gas fees. <laughs> And don't forget, we had the member who sold his trout card for $29,000. That is that is correct, yeah. So we have a group here in the UK, Topspunt, um, UK and EU, I think it is. And uh, one of the group members, we won't say his name just in case he doesn't want it out there, but he was kind kind enough to share in the group. He sold a, a, an iconic, or it was, uh, that's not what they called it. In, in no, it was like a one of 80... Yeah, Mike one of the make short sure. print. I'll, I'll quickly look. Uh, yeah, I'll look it up quick for yeah, just a shade over twenty twenty seven or twenty nine thousand um, dollars. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, massive congratulations uh, on yes. that one. That's that's pretty. Because it was, if you remember, the first NFT of Mike Trout sold for eighty thousand dollars. It was right. the same one as that. It was the same one of there. So uh, um, he waited out the the dip. <laughs> and uh what that <laughs> yeah exactly and yeah i mean it's, but yeah so uh obviously he he you know you're looking at thirty thousand dollars twenty thousand pounds on you know on an nft so clearly people are still buying out there like i said it it might have scared off a few people there but you know, people have money to spend on it yeah i think if if people are into the if people are into the whole crypto thing like they're and fully on board they're fully on board with this as well um, yeah, tw- there we go. Twenty-seven thousand three hundred and eight dollars and seventy-three cents. It was at the at the wax exchange rate at that point. Um, so yeah, uh, a huge congratulations on that. It was. It's a pretty. It's a pretty awesome looking card actually. Um, I mean, that's got to be the biggest sale for uh, a, a EU a UK collector that we know of. Yeah, far. I, I mean, it's got to be up there. All it's got to be up there, kind of all time. I mean. We could go and do a deep dive in the data, but not whilst I'm not whilst we're live streaming a podcast. No, no, but uh, I mean, just just in general, card or, or digital card, either way. Like you said, you don't see that kind of stuff there unless someone's got some sort of basketball card one on one that they pulled from there, and that, that would be or NFL card. You know, it's just not something you see in any of the groups I'm I'm in. You might have more experience of this of seeing people selling their cards. Well, I got it. X amount of money for this, but uh, I mean that's just crazy money. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah, I think generally if people are trading or people are buying and selling at that level, like they're not really flexing in Facebook groups because they don't have to. Yeah, uh, that's do, true. Do you know what I mean? And that that is yeah. not a criticism of uh, uh, of of our member who sold that car. That's not what that comment was was aimed at. Um, but if you, yeah, if you're regularly buying and selling at those kind of levels, yeah, you, like you're yeah you're probably not doing it in Facebook groups. You're doing it. Yeah. You're not uh, playing tops bunt. Let's put it that way. You're not playing tops bunt, or or you maybe you are, and you've got like platinum platinum access. You're paying your fifteen hundred bucks 
you're month. paying your 1500 bucks a month and you're getting that vip life you know in, in top spot <laughs> Um, yeah, and if you're wondering about that, we are trying to find somebody that spends that kind of money on it just to have a chat with them. Yeah, and, it, and, it would be interesting. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, yeah. Congratulations. Like I said, like I mean, that's one of those one of a kind polls you always have, and and uh, you know, you sell while you can because yeah, absolutely. You, you never yeah. know. I yeah. mean, that buys a really nice vacation somewhere. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, yeah. Even with, even with the gas fee on it, you you'll still be fine, right? Yeah. So yeah. Again, massive congratulations. That was that was really cool to see that story and to to happen to somebody that's, uh, you know, in the in the physical collecting space as well. You know, as we know them in the car groups as well. So, yeah. So do you get charge a percentage on the gas fee, or is it just a flat fee? I I I don't know. I I transferred all my wax. I I sold my wax offline and just transferred it to its new owner. I didn't go through the full process. Right. Okay. So yeah, I'm okay. not too I, sure I, how it all works. I I still have a lot of wax. <laughs> I <did> transfer <laughs> at some point. I think they've streamlined the process somewhat from where it was before. But listen, I've been waiting like five months now and getting my Coinbase account approved. Oh, so that's I'm, right. Yes. I'm still waiting to get in on this. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. But never mind. <laughs> oh well, two other quick bits, of, quick bits of news then, just to, or two other quick topics, I guess, to round out the show. Since we're approaching our magic hour again, as we usually did, think, oh, we've nothing to talk about. We're going to struggle to fill an hour, and here we are. Yes. Um, which one will I go with first? We'll go with the national first. So, of course, the National Sports Card Collectors Convention. Uh, if I've given it its full correct title, I'm not sure I have. Um, it's happening this week in Chicago. Illinois happening from Thursday through Sunday, I think it is. Uh, yeah, obviously it got binned last year thanks to COVID. Um, it's on this year, but that's a good idea. I'll let you decide for yourself. Uh, obviously, um, uh, it's going to be very well attended. Lots of lots of people talking about it. Lots of people excited to be going, getting back out there, getting back to a card show again, getting back to. You know, a large community event again, um, and yeah, happened this this week. Not really too much news about it yet. No scandal or gossip. I'm sure the scandal or gossip will come out over on Twitter over the weekend. So we may have some stories, some some war stories that we've already heard second or third hand from the national on the show next week. But uh, but yeah, I guess uh, overall nice to see large card conventions coming back again. Uh, as we come out of the what my employer refers to as the COVID coma, I don't know if anybody else calls it that, but my my uh, my employer calls it that. Uh, so yeah, and of course we're harboring ambitions, hopefully of being able to make it out for the show next year as well, which would be kind of cool. I, I think because I know there's a lot of Project Twenty Twenty and Project Seventy artists that are out there signing autographs and the cards out there. I you know what. That, imagine the parties after those those guys are going to party hard you know they are like, yeah, they're going to all get true. together yeah. and talk shit about tops and how they're getting screwed <laughs> yeah. I'm absolutely hammered we, we've got a year to infiltrate that uh, and we, we can rock up next year with our hard seltzers and our kilts on and see how many parties we can get invited to oh uh, man all of the parties we talked yeah. about like, I, I imagine card convention after parties are kind of interesting depends on who you're hanging out with like I said like, cause if we rock up in kilts and there's Hall of Famers signing there. Like I said, we might be hanging out with Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah that's true, man. Yeah, there's not going to be too many other people walking about in kilts, that's for sure. Exactly. So we'll <laughs> stick out like yeah. sore, sore thumbs anyways. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, stick out like something. Uh, oh, I've missed a bunch of comments because the, the Facebook stuff was failing all over the place. Um, let me quickly go back to the comments. Oh, right, I'll pull up the comments. Yeah, Laura's saying, Laura, so Laura over on Facebook saying she sold one of her Star Wars 
like bunt cards. So there's a, a top Star Wars uh, app as well, which I'm quite enjoying. Uh, she sold one on there for £25. Um, hey, all right. There you go. See, there's money in everything, right? It's crazy. I, you know what? I I, uh, I have... Uh... <laughs> I, I play Star Wars well. I don't, like I said, I don't know. <laughs> like, the, there seems no point of Star Wars. Well, you know, so Laura, uh, tell us what the point is because I've, I've been playing it for like a month and I, I've just kind of given up because I don't seem to really be doing anything. Oh, you, oh you've not filled out the 4,000 card base set yet, however it is. It's, it's, uh, I've kind of given up because it's insane. <laughs> yeah, you know what I do? I, I play the one where you try to win the, the, the compression chamber, Darth Vader, and oh, it's the one yeah, in a million. One in a million. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I do that as well. <laughs> It's, like, it's only a thousand bucks a pack. It's like, oh, you, you need to buy four packs. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna buy four packs. Yeah, I was doing the same thing like you, like that. And yeah. it's just like, if I get it, I get it. Uh, you know what? I try to trade with people with that. No one's got it. Everyone's got locked down. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I think I think if you look at the print run on the card, I think it's like fifty something just now. It was at sixty nine seventy oh, last time. Okay. Yeah. So yes, because I'm always like, someone's gonna have it. I just want to see it. That's what it was yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but I imagine yeah, it's I've, I've, yeah. I imagine the everyone's got it locked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, you get it, you lock it, or you sold it. I, cause I, I think I even tried looking at eBay for it, but eh, it's not there. No. Cool. Last, but no, by no means least, and this could be fairly... I mean, th this is ramification, not just in card collecting, but Cleveland, we're off to sunny Cleveland. So this week it was announced that the Cleveland Indians will no longer be called the Cleveland Indians. And from, uh, we believe, next year, uh, from the start of the season next year, the Cleveland baseball team will be the Cleveland Guardians. So this is the last year you'll, well, most likely the last year you'll be able to get your hands on Cleveland Indians baseball cards. And not just baseball cards, but Cleveland Indians merchandise in general. I mean, obviously they got rid of uh, Chief Wahoo, right, a couple of years ago? Chief Wahoo's been gone for like two years now. Yeah, yeah. And now the full Indians branding is being replaced. Uh so yeah, that's uh, that'd be kind of interesting to see if there's a rush on Cleveland Indian stuff. Now, I mean, there will be because there always is when when things like this happen. So you can still buy Chief Wahoo, but you can only buy it in Cleveland. Is that right? Yes, because that's it's a, it's a one. well, it, it's still part of the the heritage of the team. Hmm. So it's not like it's a, you know for, for a Clevelander, it's still a proud heritage regardless of how you look at it. There, it's still it's been a century of the Cleveland Indians. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, you could still buy that there. Yeah, but, I was gonna say, you know, we won't get into the whole reasoning behind it because that's just a, yeah. big, a big old kettle of wasps. But <laughs> that's our other podcast, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, there, yeah there's there's plenty of other people on the internet who will talk at great length about uh, about symbolism and goodness knows whatever else. Uh, yeah, the name of the team is changing for whatever reason. So so yeah, this will be the last year of Cleveland Indian baseball cards. So we uh, put you on the spot. Put me put myself on the spot because I should probably answer this question as well. Uh, iconic Cleveland Indians baseball card. What comes to mind? Oh gosh. Other, uh, other, other than <laughs> other than anything to do with Major League because that doesn't count. I, I would say the, the one that sticks out to me: nineteen eighty-seven uh, Corey Snyder um, uh, tops rookie card. No, not rookie card, but tops all-star all-rookie team card. Oh wow! Okay. Because yeah, that was probably one of the first times that I can think of of the Indians cards that stick out to me because it's an 86, 86 tops. Like I said, it's iconic by the, the logo there. But again, like the 86 tops, only card you were buying there is Joe Carter. And yeah, the only reason you're buying yeah. Joe Carter is because he hit a, a walk off, you know, home run for the Blue Jays. That's so. right. Yeah. That iconic spot. I've been there. I've been to that spot. Got, right, I, got so. I got shouted at by a security guard. There you go. That's interesting. Wait, 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 wait. 
<laughs> what are you doing to get shot up by a security guard? So I went to a Toronto Argonauts game when they still played at the at the Rogers Centre, and so of course they had the the field and everything set up for uh, for CFL. Um, and it was the last game of the season, so they let us down on the field. So we went down the field, and and of course myself and and our mutual friend Nick um, went looking for the Joe Carter spot, and, we're, and it was like in a bit where we shouldn't have been, and we sort of might have climbed over a rope to get to it and stuff. And it was like, oh, here it is. And then yeah, we're like, well, what are you guys doing back here? I'm like, mine. <laughs> you didn't try to bribe the guy with the Timbits? No, <laughs> some no, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I was all out of maple syrup that day. <laughs> Uh, just keep it yeah, in your pockets. You we never know. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a fun story from one of our one of our trips to Toronto. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it was pretty fun. Uh, also, in that, that Toronto Argonauts game, we saw a guy at halftime um, kick a series of field goals. So he started from like twenty meters or yards, whatever it is they use in Canada, um, and progressively went back from the halfway line. And for each kick he made, it was a different prize. So like at twenty meters, it was like I don't know a, a, a case of Molson Light or something, but. Uh, and the prize for kicking from the halfway line was a million dollars. So he stepped up at the 20, missed. Stepped up at the 30, missed. Stepped up at the 40 and missed. And then they went to a commercial break for the telly. So, of course, the place is going absolutely crazy, egging this guy on. He goes to the halfway line, absolutely drains it. I think the thing was still gaining height when it went through for the million bucks. Missed everything and kicked the million dollar field goal. It was an amazing moment. It was one of the craziest moments I've ever experienced at a live sporting event. And yeah, it, was, it wasn't even that full, but roof closed in the Rogers Centre and the place just went crazy when he kicked that field goal. You can find it on the internet. Go look up, and look it up on YouTube. Toronto Argonauts, like, million-dollar halftime field goal or something, and you'll see it. It's incredible. That was yeah, a, I, a fun story. I remember you guys talking about that, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, I think we went drinking somewhere, and you guys went to the Argonauts game. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you guys came back and did I can't remember what we were doing. It was the wedding trip, so yeah. So uh, I, I assumed that we were drinking heavily. So. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> Most likely, yes, because yeah, we had to go. We had to leave Welland early and go into Toronto. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Good old Welland. I miss that place, you know. <laughs> Ah, Glenn's chimed in with his favourite Indians card. I was hoping he would. I didn't want to, I didn't want to put him on the spot because I don't know if he was still in the chat. Uh, so Glenn's saying that 1968 T, so tops I'm assuming, um, Norm Cash. The card says Detroit, but the photo in the photo on the card he's wearing an Indians cap. So there you, there you go. go. There's one to look out for. Um, it probably means that the Francisco Lindor rookie card would be like the last kind of big ticket card to come out of Cleveland as well. Probably, I can't, like I can't, yeah. Oh. I can't think of anybody, anybody newer than that that's kind of on that path for Cleveland. Shane Bieber, <laughs> possibly. I know. I'm yeah, la- I, I, I know. I'm I, laughing. I just laugh when I hear the name. I, uh, exactly. Yeah. And then, and if you're an Indians fan, you're probably saying Jose Ramirez. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, right I, I, said, I, I don't. Know, I, I don't know my Cleveland Indians quite clearly. But that's it. I mean, it's like it's like Edgar Martinez. It was oh yeah, like Edgar, he's a great guy, you know, like that there. But an Ameri fan, you're like yeah, hell yeah, I want his stuff. Whereas like mm. Jose, Jose Ramirez reminds you of that. It's like oh yeah, he's a great player. I no problem out there, out there. But you're not buying a Jose Ramirez anything. No, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so yeah, I guess the end of an era then with the Cleveland Indians and what it means for their cards and their merch in general. It was more he, importantly, it was do you like their logo? Do you, know, do you know what? I haven't seen it, so I'm going to look it up now. All right. So I, I like their logo. Like I said, like you, you had to brand it. You had to go figure it all out. Um, I like the kind of winged baseball 
thing. Oh, it's yeah, I do see it now. I, you know yeah. what? I do kind of like it because I sort of like the architecture of the thing that it's based on. Um, yeah. Like the Guardian, I think it's the Guardian of Sips The Guardian of the Bridge. The Bridge, yeah. So, um, like I said, like, I, I like it, you know, that there's, uh, I like the design. They've kind of stuck with it. It, it wasn't going to uh, be a, a winner or a loser for this, regardless. You're never going to have everyone happy. Um, but the big news out of this, they announced the team was the Cleveland Guardians. There's a men's roller derby team. <laughs> called the Cleveland Guardians, and they're going to make the cash money. Yeah, so I, I'm assuming they're going to get a nice payout because they own the, the website name and the Twitter handle and that. So um, I'm guessing they're probably already in negotiations before they decide to call themselves the Cleveland Guardians. But... You'd like to think you'd like to think that's like day one of like the marketing when like when they're all sitting around in the room and they're wanting to do their blue sky thinking and they come up with a name. Sure, the first thing you do is go right. Let's Google this, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> it's, it's like I mean, the video is great. It's like, oh yeah, we got Tom Hanks. To the, yeah, we got the Black Keys to the music. Yeah, we have, great. This is this is gonna work. We're gonna oh, did anyone check the domain name? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know what's like you say, you know, you know it's already been done, right? But yeah, yeah. it's, it's kind of funny they didn't actually take care of that uh, before it came out because. That story's kind of clouded over, I guess. But. To be to be fair, <laughs> they probably did it to keep things under wraps. Like they said, they, I, I guarantee, like in a week's time, they'll be changed over and, and whatnot. Because yeah, exactly. I, yeah, because you know, a men's roller derby team suddenly changes its name and go, "Why the hell have you done that?" I'm like, "Oh, we can't tell you." Yeah, I, I mean, they did a great job. I mean, nothing leaked. I, I didn't see anything, and, yeah. I, and I scour this stuff for uniform information and jersey information, and nothing leaked from that. It was complete supplies. Now I don't know if that's because we're in the UK or not. But even so, usually normally get somebody to say, all right, that's it. And uh, even the guy that runs the Indians account here has already changed it to the Guardian. So, it's um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I thought about being a jerk and grabbing the Twitter handle. <laughs> uh, there you go. The new team brand was selected from a list of 1,200. Uh, and it's the fifth. Oh, that's a different team. Oh, I thought they'd given a list of the ones that they almost picked but didn't, but they haven't. I was trying to find out who the agency was that did the that did the design on it, but because I'm on I'm on Adweek, which is one of the reason that's piqued my interest. But ah, uh, so well, I'm sure who it was that did it, but I'm sure we'll find out. I still have to get somebody from Brandios, whatever they're called. I'd love to get Brandios, yeah, Brandios or whatever this. Yeah, I'd love to get somebody on from them. That'd be properly interesting. Exactly, that's why I was so excited to have the Todd father on. The yeah, I've still got that. I missed that one. Yeah, the two crackers that I've missed. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, who, who do I? so yeah we, we speaking of that we do have some guests coming up uh we're having the, we do uh, <laughs> yes yeah they're in the works I, uh uh i can't remember who said that. a couple of tops artists are definitely interested we just haven't been able to find time and it, it's a national so when the national is over people can take a bit of a break and a breather and we'll have a chance to go and, and, and do a few more things yeah that's a really good point yeah um we just love a list of people who want to reach out and speak to as well so no, I can't find who it was that did the, the design, but never mind, I'll figure that out. So yeah, good luck to Cleveland with the name, the new name, like I say, the new logo, it is pretty cool. Uh, I kind of like the G with the wings, so that is pretty sweet. Um, and I'd the, buy that in a hat, I'd absolutely buy that in a oh, hat. Oh yeah, 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 hopefully they'll come up with some cool, I'm sure they'll come up with some pretty cool iterations of that as well. Um, and yeah, I've always kind of liked the the... Indians color scheme as well, the, you know the the dark blue, the red, and the white is pretty cool. It's, it's very classic. So uh, yeah, looking forward to see what they come out with. And yeah, we'll get your Cleveland Guardians hats here. <laughs> yes, exactly. So fantastic. 
Alright, um, well we managed to make it through another hour, just a shade over an hour, uh, with a couple of minor technical issues in the midst of it, so um, yeah, if you're, uh, if you're still with us, thanks very much for, for watching along live, uh, comment along, I know Glenn and, and Laura at least have been commenting along and watching with us, so thanks very much. Um, as usual, this episode will be available as a podcast from Wednesday night at 9pm UK, as long as I remember to do it. Um, mm. So I'm going to do it tonight because it's quarter past my bedtime. Um, and yeah, we'll be back next week. I don't think we've got, we've got a guest lined up at the moment for next week, so I'm sure it'll just be Jason and I. We'll we'll try and find some. We will do the update on the national stuff. Yeah, yeah we'll, absolutely. We'll do national, yeah, yeah. And then we'll try to bring someone on there, um, just because we've had so much time off and it's still summer break for us, and we're at the halfway point of summer break. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> we only got three weeks left. Get out of here. Yeah. Three weeks left. Yeah, we talk about it. Three weeks. Yep. Yeah. This week, next week, the week after, and then they're back to school on the 17th, Tuesday the 17th. Get out my house. It is, oh no, no, one, two, three weeks, three weeks tomorrow. Three weeks tomorrow, yep, there we go. We're on the the countdown now. Oh, I'm going to do a hard hard seltzer to celebrate. That's it, man, yeah. I'm going to go and dig one out the fridge now. Three oh. weeks left, yeah. And then basically, and, and when school starts and there's a routine back for us and, and we don't have to entertain kids all day long, we can start bringing our guests yeah, out. Yeah, so. it makes these things uh, it makes these things easier, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, mm. uh, But yeah, always as always, guys, really appreciate everyone who takes the time to comment and say hello. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, it's always nice to connect with everybody and actually put like, names to the faces and Twitter handles and all that. And yeah, exactly. Um, always yeah. appreciate yeah. that. So, um, and hopefully things are getting better and we can have a meetup sometime soon. Uh, um, I can think of nothing better than hanging out with all you guys and like having a barbecue. That sounds awesome. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Get some, yeah, some good food, some good hard seltzers, and some baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said. Yeah, you know what? Like you're up in Aberdeen, you need to talk to Brewdog. They, yeah, they they're, they're not far. They're only like a 15 minute drive from my house. So. Exactly. You can say, hey, you know what? We'll push your hard seltzer. Like, yeah. Say, give us a couple cases. <laughs> a couple? Uh, Jesus, I'd do it for less than that. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, we gotta set, negotiate high and then aim low. Oh, is that how it works? Oh, damn it! That's why yeah. I'm not. That's why I'm not in sales. You see, <laughs> exactly. So we, we sit the whole time like that, you know. Or, it, or yeah. you know, we need like one of those helmets you put on both sides. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, that sounds pretty good. I'll get on that. I'll get speaking to. I'll get speaking to Brewdog. <laughs> All right, awesome. Once again, thanks very much, everybody. Um, yeah, catch the podcast from Wednesday 9 p.m. Um, if not, we will see you again live next Monday night. Uh, at 9pm UK time Uh, and Jason and I will be back like I say covering the national and probably a few other things as well Uh, until then stay safe take care of yourselves take care of each other Um, thanks again Jason Uh, I'll let you sign off for us tonight all right always a pleasure Graham it was great seeing you last weekend and yeah uh, for everyone there oh we got a couple of no and Glenn said he'd be there absolutely Glenn we would expect you there and we can all tell (laughs) tell some some great stories and uh, I'll bring some whiskey here and uh, and to go with that hard seltzer so anyways guys have a good one we'll see you all next week excellent take care